Welcome to the Business of Being Healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Today is the day. It is the final episode of this five-part series that is going into a deep dive on my health to wealth blueprint. This is a tool that I have available absolutely free. And what it is, is I look back at my last decade and what are the things that truly separated me from success? What offered me the most growth? What offered me the most return or the most leverage on my time invested. And this is what I created in this blueprint. And it is tied to both health and business. Of course it is because it's life and all of these things are coming together. Now, day five is one that we, I guarantee we don't think about enough yet. It is something that it's almost like a game for me, which makes it fun and has made it so that I have had the opportunity to become quite good at this game. Now, before we dive in, let me take you through the five parts or the five steps in this blueprint. And I highly, highly encourage that you go back and you listen to each one. I also encourage that you download this tool so that you can follow along. You can take notes. You can hear little bits and pieces that you can implement. If I did it, trust me, you can do it too. And you can see how these two correlating together are easy to see. It's a health and wealth blueprint um, that you can apply at any time. So taking it back to the first part of this series, it was all about fueling your body with in like efficient nutrition. You're going to want to tune into that episode to see what that means, but it's all about fueling your body, giving your body and you the best chance to succeed through nutrition Part two was all about setting proper physical fitness standards. Now, physical fitness, I will tell you, is a secret weapon for me because it is a tool that I can use to help me solve problems, create, increase my creativity, and at the end of the day, boost my energy. So this one is a great episode, part of an important, important part. All of these, let's be honest, all of these are incredibly important to this blueprint that I have created. And number three was all about optimizing your sleep. And it's not just about you're going to go, go get more sleep. No, no, I get it. We all are very busy in our days. We have a lot of things going on, but if we can optimize the sleep that we get, that is a bonus. And I love, love that episode. That one I actually got the most DMs about, which I, which tells me that it was a hot topic for all of you tuning in. Number four last week was all about creating productive habits. And I talked about the difference of routines and habits. I also talked about how to do a habits audit, how to conduct your own personal habits audit, which is something that I have used for over a decade. And I have really, really 
been using this tool here in 2023 alone as uh, time is becoming more and more valuable the busier that we get. And now today, summing it up is all about minimizing your decisions. So what I love about this blueprint is if you go out there, there's so much, there's literally, I open up Instagram and there's so much going on. Uh, You look at uh, all these different tools. It's like, do this to be successful, do that to be successful, read this, read that. And what I can tell you is why I created this blueprint is these are the things that work for me. So in no way am I guaranteeing that these work for you. But if you are a busy entrepreneur, if you have tried multiple things and wondering how you can save time and money, if you are open to reframing possible stories that you've been telling yourself about your health and or your success in business, this is what worked for me. I'm sharing it and I hope that it worked for you, but it's all about being real and raw here on the show and sharing that wisdom as knowledge so that you can apply it. So minimizing decisions, it all stems from decision fatigue. Now, decision fatigue, I'm going to define it. And actually, I have like three pretty jaw-dropping definitions of it. But your mental energy, if you are experiencing decision fatigue, it can absolutely hinder your ability to make important business and health decisions, relationship decisions, just decisions in general. And so I want to share some ways that we are going to minimize those decisions, the ways that I have minimized those decisions. I'm going to share that at the end, but we we really need to wrap our head around this idea of decision fatigue. Now, psychology today suggests that an average person makes about 30 35,000, 35,000 choices per day. So assuming that most people spend around seven hours a day sleeping, that means that roughly you are making 2000 decisions per hour or one every two seconds. You may not realize you're doing this, but constantly you are making choices and making decisions. And so when you think about That's like, this is all average numbers. So for me, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a podcast host, I'm a commercial general contractor, uh, I'm a horse owner, I'm a friend, I am growing professionally and personally. Like how many choices do you think I'm making? Like literally, it, it is shocking when you think about all the things that you are doing within a day. Now let's dive into the dis- the definition of what decision fatigue is, because I think it's really important to really understand. And I want to hone in on this in hopes that it provides that perspective shift for you about making a change to minimize some of those decisions you're making. So one that I got from the Washington Post is it's a state of mental overload that can impede our ability to make additional decisions. And then going on to Wikipedia, gotta love Wikipedia, says decision fatigue refers to the deteriorating quality of decisions made by an individual after a long session of decision making. So that's implying that your decisions are deteriorating over the day. And think about how busy you are. 
on a certain day versus maybe a Saturday or maybe a Sunday versus a work day on a Monday. Think of, just think about that. And last but not least, now this comes from the Cleveland Clinic. And if you know the Cleveland Clinic, you know, you know, I mean, this is a, a highly sought after. I, I spent uh, 16, 18 years in, in pharmaceuticals. Cleveland Clinic knows their stuff. And they refer to decision fatigue as a phenomenon, as opposed to a diagnosable medical condition where the more decisions a person makes over the course of the day, the more physically, mentally, and emotionally depleted they become. A person experiencing decision fatigue struggles with executive functioning. This can have a wide range of consequences, including impaired judgment. Oh, did you guys just get a gut punch on that one? Thanks, Cleveland Clinic. There's a couple things that I want to call out there before we move on, is that the more you make decisions throughout the day, the more physically, mentally, and emotionally you depleted you become. Think about that for a minute. It's hard to argue against that. You start off the day, you're feeling great. And then next thing you know, you're putting out fires left and right at work or at the business, or you're dealing with team issues, you got HR issues, you're bringing on a new software. And then as your day goes on, that's where that three o'clock slump comes in. That three o'clock, like, oh gosh, okay, now time to go get the kids. And now we have all these other things in the afternoon, or I am traveling for work or what have you. Well, you've been making decisions all day long to the tune of 2000 an hour. And that's just easy decisions. What I love here that Cleveland Clinic calls out is that a person experiencing decision fatigue struggles with executive functioning. That's intense. So if you are making important decisions regarding your business throughout the day, if you are experiencing decision fatigue, you're not functioning to your highest ability, which includes impaired judgment. I'm sure we can all think, I know, I can, of a few times when impaired judgment came into play, probably because I was making decisions when I shouldn't have been. So I want to look at this in two different ways, and then I'm going to give you some action steps at the end, because minimizing decisions is something that has literally been a game changer for me. And I continue, because I'm going through some, yeah, I hope you're following me on social media, but I'm going through some different changes right now. And I'm working on, okay, how can I make this more efficient? How can I reduce these decisions? Because we have other things that we're focusing on. So I want to talk real quick, how can this affect you and your health? Is that right there in those definitions, decisions at the beginning of the day versus the end of the day. Have you ever started off your day like feeling amazing, being like, oh, I got my workout in or I got my walk in and I read and I meditated and you know what? I had a really nutritious breakfast. And then by the time you get to the end of the day, you're in the snack room and you're like, I don't even freaking care what's in front of me. I'm just starving. I have zero energy. I'm a little bit cranky. I have no patience and I just need to eat something. And, or if you didn't do your movement, your, your physical fitness standards in the beginning of the day, then it comes to the end of the day. And that decision comes, do I want to work out or do I not? Well, if you're tired, we all know the answer there. Now, 
this is a key thing that I cannot reiterate enough when it comes to your health is that when the decision is hard, we tend to take the easy route. Now, in no way that does that make you a good person or a bad person or someone committed or someone not. The challenge is, is that hard decisions take a lot of thought process. And if at the end of your day, your decisions are hard, anybody, I don't care how regimented you are, those decisions get a little bit tougher. So it is important to know that time frame throughout your day. Now, when it comes to business, let's think about this for a minute. Meeting times. When do you schedule your meeting times versus your productive work times? I have heard, argued, argued on both sides. I have my meetings in the morning and I do my work in the afternoon. Or you know what? I am more effective in the morning, so I have my meetings in the afternoon so that I can get my productive work done. This is one thing for me that is changing significantly right now. I had some things change in our schedule that I'm like trying out some new things so that I can be most effective when I am most effective, aka not made too many decisions. Another thing when it comes to business is the sleep that you got the night before. And this all ties back to part three. If you are making a, a significant decision in your business, maybe it's hiring Maybe it's letting someone go, implementing new software. How was your sleep the night before? If it's a decision that you could put off a day, might be a good choice. I'm excited to share. I'm working on some new tools to have available for all my listeners, absolutely free. These are tools that I have used personally. If you haven't stopped by my website lately, I would definitely go over there, check it out as I have three free tools up there right now that have helped me elevate my health so that I can make more money. I've gotten some great feedback so far and I could not literally be happier that these are helping people like us change their lives. So I am always looking to create new tools to help all of us win bigger. So make sure you keep tuning in or drop by the site. Let's make sure to also be connected on Instagram or LinkedIn. Now let's get back to it and enjoy the show. And then another one, especially when it comes to business, is that you might not have enough information. So when you don't have enough information, sometimes you take the easy route. Or maybe you're like, I don't even want to think about the time investment or get uh, extra bids or look at other things. I'm just going to go with this one. It's right here in front of me. When normally, if you put that decision in the beginning of the day, you might be like, you know what? This this doesn't feel good. I'm not going to do it. So having a not enough information can also lead to decision fatigue. Now, okay, Shelly, I get it. You've bought in. Decision fatigue is a real thing. What can you do about it? I always come back to this question. What can you control? So decisions are coming no matter what in your day. Absolutely. But you can control how you show up to them. And I want to say that there are decisions that you can minimize. The more that you minimize, you open up opportunity to make better decisions on the tougher ones both in your health and business. So talking about action steps right now, these are some things that literally I do every single day. And it helps me be more efficient and it helps me focus my decision-making on the things that make real difference. 
So number one, and these again, I'm going to go through all of these and kind of give a little bit more, but all of these action steps are actually in the blueprint that you can download and you can look at it yourself, take notes, listen to this, because I'm going to share some more here. Number one is adopting a simplified wardrobe or create a daily uniform, depending upon your activities. Chris has a uniform for our construction business. He has a uniform that he wears. It makes it so easy. He has all the pants, all the shirts, the boots. It is good. He is out the door very early in the morning. For me, depending upon what I'm doing for the day, I always make my decision on what I'm wearing the night before. I don't have to think about it in the morning when time is tight. So I either lay out my clothes or I have them hanging together in the closet. I grab them and I go. Meals is a big one for me, is that I make this so simple. And I share more on this in step one, talking about fueling your body, but meal selection. If you get to a point where you're starving, you haven't eaten all day and you go to lunch and you're like, I'm going to stay committed to my health goals, but now you're starving and ravenous. The decision has now become hard. So you're going to eat wherever the heck you want and you might veer off your planned goal. So for me, it's all about here are my three options for breakfast. I have them and I go, here's my options that I have for lunch. Ready? Go. I minimize my choices so that the decision becomes easy. And one thing that I must speak to, and I, again, I, I share more on this, is that no decision is still a decision. Deciding not to eat is still a decision. And that decision could reap effects, okay? It can either reap great rewards, like if you eat and you plan before you have a pretty important decision or important meeting, you're fueled up, ready to go, you're focused. Deciding not to eat means that you're not fueling your body. You're not setting yourself up for success. You're going to be thinking about being hungry. Your patience might be a little bit low. All of this might prevent you from staying focused. It might prevent you from closing the business. So again, these choices can either help you or pull you away from where you want to go. One thing for me that I've really been working on is scheduling. So I set up reminders, notifications. I have automated systems that I am continually evolving as things are changing for us right now. Things like bill payment email responses, social media scheduling, hiring on VAs, all of these things are helping me make less decisions so that I could spend my time on the decisions that matter. And then also when it comes to your workspace, if you open up your screen and your folders are all over the place, your files are all over the place, it is a lot of decisions to have to be able to sort through all of that. So creating systems to be able to organize and manage your workspace, emails, digital files, schedules, there are tools out there. There's a few of them that I use. I, and I literally don't know how I could live without these at this point. Whether it's tools that I use for this podcast or tools that we implemented an incredible software in our construction company. And if we hadn't have done that, it would have hurt us financially, it would have hurt us in the service that we could have provided. And it helps us minimize the decisions that we make because we're able to schedule and manage our clients appropriately. 
So creating a system for organizing and managing your workspace is incredibly important when it comes to minimizing your overall decisions. And once you minimize these decisions, you will increase your mental capacity. You will have more clarity. You'll have more focus. You'll have more cognizant capacity to make more strategic and lucrative decisions in your business and health. So I can not stress minimizing your decisions so that you spend the time on the most important ones throughout your day. Now, you notice there's quite a few things in there talking about scheduling, tools, simple things, picking out what you're going to wear the night before, having it ready to go, packing your bag, getting it in the car, having your lunch ready in the car, having all your lunches ordered and already sent to the office or having your assistant do that. All these things reduce these, these decisions so that you don't have that mental fatigue, that decision fatigue that comes along with it. So I hope that you enjoyed this five-part series on my health to wealth blueprint. I highly encourage that not only you download this tool absolutely free to you. Of course. Yeah. I mean, there's like an exchange, like I'm hoping to get your email. I hope you know by these, I'm not going to like waste your time. I don't, I don't have time for that quite honestly. Um, and I have nothing to sell you right now. That's what's so fun about this podcast and this show is that I truly am just trying to help based upon the experience that I have. And who knows what that's going to lead to in the future. I have some ideas, but it's all about helping you right now. And right now I can tell you the biggest investment you can make is in yourself. It's not the next course. It's not the mastermind. It's not the program. It's really you to elevate to that next level of wealth that you want to get in your business, in your relationships. Cause I think wealth can mean many things. It's about investing in you. And so by listening into this series, you've taken a step by downloading the tool. You've taken another step. One thing that you can do to help me is actually jump on whatever podcast platform that you listen to on and drop a review because I want these five tools to get to everybody, men, women alike, to really help everybody elevate to the next level with the biggest investment, which is just in themselves. Thank you so much for tuning in and make sure that you come back twice a week. We have some great episodes here. I have some incredible guests scheduled coming up and it's so exciting to have you along on the journey with me.